Hello, and welcome to Legally Bond, a podcast presented by the law firm Bond, Shenick & King. I'm your host, Kim Wolf-Price. So welcome to a special issue of Legally Bond, where producer Kate Femia and I are looking back on the first year of the Legally Bond podcast. How are you, Kate? Good. How are you? It's weird to be on this side of the podcast. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love it. I mentioned you on podcast episodes, but we haven't had the chance to really chat on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. And you know how I have to start this. So will you tell the viewers a little bit about yourself, Kate? So I'm the marketing coordinator out of our Buffalo office. So I do all the coordinating of any kind of marketing event, any kind of sponsorship, anything in the Buffalo office, as well as for the firm, I do all of our social media, I produce this podcast, any other kind of little things there. So I'm originally from Indianapolis, went to school there. I was a history major. So it was either graduate school for history or law school at the time. So I actually decided to go to law school and ended up here in Buffalo and was kind of one of the weird ones that decided I didn't want to practice after law school. So I was kind of fell into the whole marketing, social media side of things. And then the irony is not lost on me that I didn't want to practice. And now here I am two years into working at Bonds. So you know, in a law firm every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've been here for, I actually started the week that well, I was supposed to start the week that everything shut down for COVID and ended up starting the end of March. So I've been here two years, the week that this comes out. So it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I ended up staying in Buffalo after law school because I met my husband, Ron, and we have a two and a half year old named Dominic, a little girl on the way in about a month and a half and two dogs. So I think that that might explain if, if we have a, a little bit fewer episodes over the summer of the podcast. Yes. Yes. The summer may be a little bit of a transition for the podcast, but we're, we've still got things up our sleeves where we're going to be coming at you as much as possible. <laughs> and then we'll be back. We'll be back after uh, yes. after that, which is great. Yes. Well, I'm glad that you found your way to Buffalo and then you found your way to us. I think I put the podcast at the top of what Kate does here, but that's fine. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I can't believe it. Like we made it to one year. Like, how did we get here? <laughs> like, I can't. I think when Kathleen Leach, our chief marketing officer, first brought up this topic to me, I literally just responded, Yeah, sure, I'll help. Having honestly <laughs> Kate, no clue what I was doing or what I was getting myself into. I mean, I didn't know either. I had had the idea, I kind of brought it up here and there, but it never really kind of took hold. Then one of our attorneys kind of brought it up as well. And then, it, then I kind of really started looking at it in earnest and looking up, okay, what do we need to do? And how do we want our podcast to look? How do we want that? Oh, and looking up, okay, how do we record this? How do I edit this? How do I get this out there? So it's been, uh, you've been along for many trials and some tests and all that kind of stuff. So well, it's it been, was fun. We were like, does this platform work? No, I don't think it does. Let's no, try it. Does not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's been great. And I have to say, I was like, how hard can this be? But there's a lot that goes into this. But yeah. so do, what are some of your thoughts or, you know, some of your memories of those first weeks? I mean, it was really just doing a lot of research. I mean, we, I don't, I can't remember when we, I mean, we asked you about it, but then it was kind of at the very beginning. Then I was like, okay, we have a host. Now we need a podcast name. We need this, we need that kind of. So then I really a lot of research went into it and trying to figure it out. And I mean, really figuring out what we wanted this to be because we wanted it to be something that was sustainable over a long period of time. We didn't want to just do it for a couple months and be like, okay, that was fun. Let's kind of move on. We wanted something that we could do over time and actually use it as a tool for recruiting, for clients to learn about us, all these different things. And so it's been kind of really fun to kind of 
dive in. And I think we've really kind of honed it now. It's a well-oiled machine. I mean, I know what you're saying. I like, I'm a nerd. So I prepare for every episode. If I'm talking to somebody about the NLRB, or if I'm talking about data privacy. So maybe you didn't realize how much of a nerd I was until you saw those outlines that I prepared. I, that's one thing I will never forget is because before each podcast, I kind of give my spiel on how I edit and how I do this and reassure them that we want this to be as natural of a conversation as possible. I kind of explain that and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. We know exactly what we're going to say. And then you sent me this outline. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> everything is like so well put together. And it was more of a testament to how good you are at that. Uh-huh. That and it sounds like they, they do sound like really good, just kind of nice, natural conversations, but they are, there is a very strict structure that is in place to kind of keep things in line. So you can kind of get exactly what we want to learn about this topic from the attorneys and it makes them feel comfortable too. Yeah. That's is, really yeah. why I do it. It's to make them feel comfortable and also to keep us on target, right? We don't want to have a two hour <laughs> podcast. I don't want you to have to edit that. And, you know, with a lot of our colleagues, I could talk about anything with them. So I want to make sure that I don't like veer off too much. So if I kind of give them this backbone of an outline, they feel comfortable. They know what questions are coming at them. They know I'm not going to ask them things that like cross over into some weird, am I giving legal advice line? Right. <clears throat> you know, and, and I just want to make sure that they they feel comfortable. And it that. sounds natural. Right. We want it to be natural. We want it to be a conversation where they feel comfortable. And some folks I've known who've had on the podcast, I mean, I've interviewed people that I've known for 15 years. And then I've interviewed people that I've known for the five minutes that we do the prep. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so it is different. I, I understand that they're kind of a little bit hesitant. So our first year, though, I have to bring this up. We have some re- repeating topics that strangely come up over and over again. Some of them are, okay, one of them is COVID and there's nothing we can do about that. It's yeah. still coming up in the podcast. I think we're ready for that topic to stop coming up over and over again, but. Completely <laughs> ready as are all of our clients and mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. But we have a couple of other topics that come up regularly. It's weird, right? Yeah, Utica. This is actually started. So my husband's family's from Utica. So I hear about it all the time there. My best friend from law school is from Utica and it's everywhere we go, even from back then where I really didn't even know where Utica was, we would go everywhere and she'd be talking. She's like, Oh, Utica. And like, it's just, it's one of the, Utica is one of those things. Doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing, it pops up. And then, okay, sure enough on the podcast, I think we've had four or five episodes out of 50. Randomly Utica comes up and it is not this Utica native who brings it up. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then the other is my alma mater, APY. And I mean, it happens with our collegiate sports people because the NCAA headquarters are are located there. But yeah, that's kind of another, because no one, unless you are going to the NCAA headquarters or that, you've never heard of IPY. Yeah. So it's kind of one of the, again, one of those weird things that pops up. I see it everywhere now. Like now I notice it all, like yeah. all the time. I like, I'm like, Oh look, I am P1. Yeah, exactly. So that Utica folks, mm-hmm. look, if you're looking for Easter eggs, it's always yep. things. Um, they're not plants. So that's they're not, that's they're not plants. You're right. They're just our sort of, they're not Easter eggs. They're just sort of our, all roads lead back to those two places. Yep, exactly. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> and of course, you know, we, as we mentioned, we've talked about COVID a lot. We started the podcast in the middle. We've actually never met in person. 
No, that's you know? crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. But someday we will. We are going to meet in person. Um, <laughs> and we've talked to a lot of really good lawyers. We're interesting people. And I hope that's what the listeners learn, that we have really interesting people that we get to talk to and, and at the firm. Yeah. Fun way for me to get to know people from across the firm. And I know you feel the same yeah, way. Exactly. Because I mean, you're a little bit more face-to-face with the attorneys on a daily basis. For me, a lot of times I would just see their names pop up on social media posts, info memos, any kind of stuff that goes out that I come across their names that way. So it's been fun for me to kind of get to know some of these attorneys from different offices a little bit better, kind of get to talk to them. And it's just kind of fun to learn their backgrounds a little bit too. Yeah, I really, I found it to be really interesting. And hopefully, I think when our colleagues listen, they get to know each other as well. And we've even had clients study up on people beforehand by listening to their podcast. <laughs> yes. And I do love when the summer law clerks start and they're like, oh, I listened to the podcast. So I know about that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> we've covered a lot of ground though, a lot of topics, haven't we? So everything from higher ed and collegiate sports to genetics and IP to recruiting litigation during a pandemic, energy law, diversity and inclusion, diversity, equity, inclusion, of course, um, data privacy. We've covered a lot. Yep. This is where I get a little nerdy is looking at the stats behind the scenes on the podcast. And we've done, so far, we've done 15 different practice areas by 32 different attorneys at the office, which again, to kind of talk about what we wanted this podcast to be, our firm has over 35 practice areas and industry areas. So we've got we still have 20 that we haven't even touched yet, which is right. kind of cool for us. Then with having over 250 attorneys, we've still got people to talk to and learn their stories and kind of talk to them about what they, what unique things they bring to the firm, which is exciting for the podcast going forward, I think. Yeah, I think so too. I loved this stat that you sent me. We've been downloaded in 25 different countries. Yep. In 96 different cities. So 696 <laughs> different cities. I love it. I love it. And what's our tagline? A legal podcast on all things in law and those who practice it. <laughs> yep. But I think we've kind of expanded upon that a little bit yeah. by including, like you were talking about, the diversity and inclusion, our other outside guests about structural racism and marriage equality and gender identity and those sorts of things, kind of talking about how the law isn't necessarily statutes and court cases and stuff. It is it is other things, too, and how we touch it as a law firm and kind of how we have an impact there as yeah. well. And how it affects our communities, because I think that all of our offices, they're members of their communities, their towns, and their local boards and organizations. And when you ask a diversity officer to host a podcast, you will get those topics. (laughs) That will happen. So any particular memories or favorite parts that you'd want to share? I mean, for me, it's just been a fun kind of learning experience and something different for me to get to learn how to do because i had no idea how this would work going into just kind of pitching the idea. What if we did a podcast, <laughs> something like that? So now, I mean, the editing and getting to know the attorneys a little bit differently. I think that's great. I mean, for me, it's been the conversations. What did you say in this stat here? Over 1500 minutes podcasted. That's pretty amazing. And said it on the <laughs> podcast, but getting to interview someone who was a student of mine and now, you know, talk about her practice area, people who I've been friends with or worked in organizations with, you know, Jen Bull and I, we've been on the women in law section of the state bar together for years. And now we're colleagues and we get to work on mm-hmm. the internal women's initiative that she chairs together. So it's kind of all those roads coming back together. I had a partner I worked for in New York City years ago who would say it's really a much smaller 
industry than people think it is. It's it's kind of that's one thing that has been kind of fun is getting to learn too while listening because I do sit in on the recordings and then editing. So I really listen to these two or three times before they even get published. I mean, I'm eight, nine years removed from law school now. So a lot of it's just kind of over my head when you get into the nitty gritty of stuff. And that's been kind of fun for me to kind of learn. It's kind of a continued learning for all of us in that sense. I think it's a great way for people to learn about what their colleagues do and, and have enough so they can say, actually, but I know someone who can answer your question. Yeah. Oh, and exactly. That, yeah, that's what we're looking for. And I also really love that there's no record of how often I say um or filler word. <laughs> so thank you, Kate, for removing all of those from all of those 15. I'm happy minutes. to remove those. <laughs> Any ums, coughs, stray noises. I do try I, to pause right. the cough, but sometimes yeah. you can. Um, <laughs> so any thoughts about where we're going to head in the year ahead? Going for, I mean, I think we're hoping to kind of transition and have more guest speakers. And I think that's kind of a really cool thing to kind of bring in um, under our legally bond umbrella, potentially client episodes to kind of hear from the other side of things, not just from the attorneys. And then we have kind of something in the, in the works for practice series, really kind of highlight some of our practices to give all the listeners a opportunity to learn a little bit more about what specifically they do here at bond. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And it's good for all of us to learn it inside of bond as well. And we, we started that a little bit with uh, Karen Brown, the DEI head at the Buffalo Niagara partnership. And I think we have other people that we're thinking of to bring in that way, because it's not just the law is touches every aspect of, of what we do as a civil society, not to sound all Lawyerly, but it's true. Um, and so I, I think it's important. And what does it mean in our communities? So I'm looking forward to the podcast you're ahead, seeing where the conversations take us. And Kate, I truly enjoy working with you. And I really thank you for putting up with my schedule and making this a great experience. You know, it's a lot of emails, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's excellent. So are, thanks again. You're perfect as a host for Legally Bond because like I said, I can't stress enough how much fun it is to have a podcast that you're learning something, but it sounds like you're actually just listening in on a conversation over coffee rather than kind of a, a law school lecture, which no one really wants to go through again after after law school. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair enough. Well, thank you. All right. And thanks for all of your work on this. Here's to the year ahead. Yes. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Legally Bond. If you're listening and have any questions for me, want to hear from someone at the firm, or have a suggestion for a future topic, please email us at legallybond at bsk.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Legally Bond wherever podcasts are downloaded. Until our next talk, be well. Bond, Shenick, and King has prepared this communication to present only general information. This is not intended as legal advice, nor should you consider it as such. You should not act or decline to act based upon the contents. While we try to make sure that the information is complete and accurate, laws can change quickly. You should always formally engage a lawyer of your choosing before taking actions which have legal consequences. For information about our communication, firm, practice areas, and attorneys, visit our website, bsk.com. This is Attorney Advertising.